At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Lombardi Line on a Sunday. Hope you're having a great weekend. We got Jeff, don't call me Paul, Steph behind the glass, of course. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Michael Lombardi. Quickly, just a couple of things. Yeah. One, Michael, the Lightning. I just want to set up the numbers on these three. The Lightning are a big-time uh, series favorite at minus 250. They open up that series tomorrow. Check out this number in game one down in Tampa. The Lightning hosting, obviously, Montreal in the Stanley Cup final. Lane, gosh, anywhere from 270. What is our number here, Steph? Because they're all over the board. Some some books are $2. Look, that's been bet down to $2. So that opened anywhere between 250 and 270. Look at that come all the way down, Michael, the two, a $2 favorite for the Lightning in game one. Look, I mean, I, I, you can just see by the numbers. Now, there's not a lot of betting. There's only 1,475 tickets written on the game. But right. A lot of people are contrarian on this game. Yeah. A lot of people are the contrarian. Yeah. And, you know, I think I'd go under the five and mat automatically. I think I would play, based on the way Price is playing, you know, and the Lightning, I can't say his last name, Valaseski. Nailed it. Or 
You know, I think he's playing. You know, he obviously plays great, <laughs> one to nothing in the last in the last game. So why not go under five? Oh, it just auto bet under five. You'll be you'll be comfortable with that. I was just surprised by the big line movement. I agree with you there. And then just quickly, because I want to ask you a couple things about the NFL. Obviously, the two the game today, Atlanta is catching four and a half at home from Milwaukee, and then tomorrow we're seeing a little Clipper money as they open six, and right now Phoenix is laying five and a half. Okay. I, I like the under on the today. I, I mean, I think I'm more inclined to bet these unders than I am betting the spreads. You, I really. Am. I don't think I, you've I, missed I, an under for like 14 plays, by the way. I, I love. I'm playing these unders. I think they're right. They haven't gotten the number right. Uh, why mess with the spreads when you can get the under? You got 224 today, and I'm not really seeing anything but 224s uh, in that. I mean, Milwaukee. they scored. They scored 116 when Young went berserk. They scored 116 when Young went berserk for 49 or 48 or whatever the hell he went for. You yeah. know, where are they getting their points from? Bogdanovich is hurt. You know, say Gallinari gets him 14. I mean, where are they getting all their points from? John, in that game, John Collins had over had 20 the last time they played when they went, and they didn't go over that in game one. So I, I, I think 224 is still a high number. I, I like the under here more than I like the point spread. If I lean, if you forced me to take this, I would take the bucks and lay the four and a half, but I'd like the under the most. And you've been, this, the unders have been your thing lately across sports. Yeah, that, uh, it's just been like, as we get, as the pressure mounts, again, this goes back to the initial, our, our block A here, is it, when good has to become great, Good can't do it, and so we see there's no re, there's a there's a reason they're one for 19 in the fourth or three for 19 in the fourth, and they scored both teams scored 29 points combined in the fourth of Phoenix and and uh, the Clippers. You know, good to great, great plays great, and I think what we're seeing is that we're watching a lot of good players play, but no greats. Well, to your point, the under has cashed in six of Milwaukee's last nine games, Michael. The under has cashed in five of Atlanta's last six games. Let's keep that under train rolling. Okay, as we transition, I want to tackle the AFC West, which I teased last night yesterday. I apologize. We'll get to that today. Uh, quickly on Baker, because he is emotional, so we're always trying to apply that to the market as well. This contract situation, do you, cons do you consider this to be something that's going to be, in the extension, a problem for Baker and the Browns? I, I think this is one of the harder contracts to do. And the reason I say this one's hard is because the agent's going to try to convince the Browns he belongs in Deshaun Watson's category. The agent's going to convince the Browns he's closer to Patrick Mahomes. He's closer to Dak Prescott. They're going to do all the analytical numbers and say, look at Baker's numbers compared to Dak. Look at Baker's numbers. When in reality, it really isn't that way. The difference in sports is you have to understand what the scheme is generating and what the player is generating. When, 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 uh, you know, when, when certain players catch the ball, you know, or when you watch a game, you always ask yourself, is that the scheme or is that the player? And I think in Mayfield's case, it's a great combination of player and scheme, but the scheme has a great effect. Yeah, let's get into this, and we'll get into the AFC West as well here on the Lombardi line. It's v -Sin. 
Again, I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, talking NFL. We'll get to the AFC West here. And Michael, again, that rookie deal is going to run up for Baker. Right. The, Mary Kay Cabot reports in Plain Dealers that negotiations for Baker Mayfield's extension could stretch into the fall. I don't know if that's anomalous to what generally happens. Maybe you can clarify that for us. Well, I think what, what what I would say, probably what the Browns are saying is, let's see how well he plays again this year. Let's keep going. Let, let's keep the carrot in front of him. And, you know, look, the Browns have lived through this. And I worked for Jimmy Haslam, and, and, and he understands the value of the quarterback. And he knows he finally has one now. You know, and he feels comfortable, and they have the scheme. You know, he has a coach and a quarterback. Those are things that you can – go a long, long way in the NFL. When you marry those two players, two people together, the coach and the quarterback, the system matches the talent of the player. I think Baker Mayfield's a good player. I do not think Baker Mayfield's great. When you watch some of the throws, the, the offense gets him. When you watch some of those throws, guys are wide open. Now, he makes some tough throws. There's no denying it. But he, he's going to need that scheme to be most successful. Now, the question is, Baker, if I give you all this money, how do I pay Kareem Hunt? How do I pay all these other guys? And you know we need Nick Chubb. We need Kareem Hunt. We need the players around to make it the best. We got one of the best offensive lines in all of football. I got to pay those guys too. They're coming up. I can't pay everybody. So if you could take a little less, and I'm not saying you got to take 20 million, but I can't pay you 40. We got to find a middle ground. I like a, I like a plane for his money, Baker Mayfield. That's the type of that, that's where I want Baker Mayfield. I like when he's doubted because that's when he plays well, or he has yeah, something to prove. All players, you know, fear does the work of reason. We know this. When you're fearful, you'll play well. You know, when you reward players like the, the process for not, you know, oh, there was a sighting of Joel Embiid in Margate, New Jersey, yesterday, just strolling down the street. I oh, hope he's having a good day. Vacationing, vacationing, yes. Well, he could stop. He could stop by. Anyway, he could stop by somewhere. Anyway, when you reward like. the players and they don't have to work hard to get it, what's the motivation? And and, and the, it's the same thing in any sport or any business. Yeah, you got it. exactly. You, you nailed it. So Baker, that'll be interesting. Embiid, I'm glad to see he's doing well. Was he walking with a limp or was the meniscus okay? No, he was. I think he had his little baby out there, and he had a nanny and his and his girlfriend or wife or whomever just walking. That's right down the streets of Margate. You know, it's a good. I'm glad he's enjoying him. He deserves it. You know, he. He gave it all he had, Patrick. He, he gave it all he had. He earned the break with 16 turnovers in the last two games. So. He gave it all he had, Patrick. That's what he well, said. Well, he gave the ball away. I mean, anyway, <laughs> uh, let's, get, let's, go, let's go Chiefs and the West. Okay, so yeah. the breakdown here. So, again, the Chiefs have won the West five straight years. And guess what? They're favorites again this year. There's no surprise there. They're a $3 favorite. The Chiefs are set at 12.5 as far as a win total. Uh, last year, uh, 16 and three you saw as they go to the Super Bowl, losing the Super Bowl, eight, 10 and one ATS. They weren't a good ATS team last year, but let's go ahead and start on the Chiefs and just get an overview. Well, there was a tax on the Chiefs last year. There's Absolutely. no denying that, right? There was a tax, and you know, and 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 the book just wanted to see the threshold of of the fans willing to pay that tax. And even when the Chiefs never met the tax threshold, they kept, the people kept betting them the next week. They kept coming back. And if you're the book, why wouldn't you just keep, in, you know, if people want to give you their money, why not take it? And I think that's what we saw last year. And, you know, when Andy Reid walked off that field down, you know, at the Super Bowl in Tampa, and he basically just 
said, if we don't fix this offensive line, no matter how talented we are, we're not going to win. And so, you know, he goes out and he, he trades for Orlando Brown. He pays Joe Tooney huge money. He tries to bring Kyle Long back out of retirement. I don't think that's going to work out. Kyle Long has a history of injuries, plus he's over 30 years old. He still has Mike Remmers as his right tackle. That's not going to be good enough. I can just tell you that right now. He drafts Creed Humphrey in the second round this year in the draft. So he's put a lot of resources into that. And I think that'll pay dividends for him, you know, because he does have the best receiver in all of football in Tyreek Hill. He does have the best tight end in football or one of the best tight ends in football in Travis Kelsey. And he has the best quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. So he's going to put points on the board. It's remarkable. And he doesn't lose his enthusiasm for coaching or for creativity. And I think that every year it's always different. This year the team's going to go out to training camp at William Jewell. They will be physical. See, I think this is the one thing about Andy Reid people misunderstand. Even though he's an offensive-minded coach, he's very physically demanding on his team. And his team plays with physicality. And they're going to need to. You know, I think one of the untold signings this offseason by them was Jarrett Reed. They cut Seattle, cut him, was a really good player two years ago. You know, they paid him. He wasn't playing to the level that they played him. But when you put Reed, Clark, Jones, and, Ta and Taco Charlton on the defensive front together, and you have the lead, you got a chance. The most significant thing that transpired around the Super Bowl last year was that poor little kid being injured in that yeah. accident. And I can tell you, I, I'm a human being. I'm not a football, you're a football guy. There's no way Andy Reid was present at the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just I, too I, much for a father to take on. And that showed there was no adjustments. They were outcoached. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about that as well. I, I don't know how Andy does it. I don't know how Andy continues to do uh, what he does. I mean, you're a father. Think about child. that. Think about that. Oh, no. If that happened. I mean, it's just unfathomable. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I you know, my daughter-in-law was in, in Monterey. She drove back yesterday. You worry about even sure. when they just drive. You worry about That's part of what being a parent is, is you worry. I don't know how he can focus and concentrate. Somehow he's been able to do it. You know, I'm, and I'm not judging him for doing it. I'm just saying he's been able to do it. But I agree with you. I do think that was a problem. I think that they didn't do a good job in the game plan, knowing that the only way the Bucks were going to beat you is if, if they could rush four and bother Mahomes. And they did. And he opens the game up and let his offensive line exposed like they could actually block him, and we know they couldn't. Okay, now having said that, and it is a tough division, I'm not pretending like it's not, but you see the win total set at 12 and a half, essentially 105, 115 up and down. I, I don't know how it's not a 14 win team in a 17 game I mean, I know that sounds outlandish yeah, to I mean, say. I, let's work backwards, Patrick. Give me, if they don't win 13 games, if they don't go 13 and four, okay, so let's say they go 13 and four. That adds up to 17. Give me the four losses. I'm having a hard time. Yeah, give me the four. Remember losses. the losses last year. We're in let's like, say the char let's yeah. say the Chargers and the Raiders win a game from them. Let's just say let's say they lose every, they lose one game in the West. Where where's the fourth loss coming from? Hard to find with this team. It's hard to find. Now maybe is it Baltimore? Okay, is it the Packers without Aaron? Is it is it the Cowboys? You know. Now I will say this. By assuming they'll lose one game in the West, that's a huge assumption because I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think they'll be able to – I think somebody in the West will beat them, but not all three teams in the West will beat them. Yeah. So I think that number at 12 and a half, I just – I'm looking at it backwards. 
I'm not looking at how do they get to 12, how do they get to 13. I'm looking how do they get four losses. How do they get five losses to not pay you? That's right. Remember, that's I know we keep reminding you, but you do have to add the 17th game. The defense is set up to be really good. Frank, the rest of Frank Clark, I don't know what that means. I'm I'm not adept with guns, but um, the defense should be good. This, the the skill positions off the charts, and they seemingly fix the offensive line, and they're going to be hungry. Yeah, and look now, look the level of comp is increased because we know Denver is a good team. I mean, we know Denver's improved. You know, they've made a lot of good moves this offseason. Their corner situation, you know, it'll be one of the more challenging games for Kansas City to play because of Vic Fangio's style of defense, because of the addition of Ronald Darby, because of the addition of Kyle Fuller, because of the addition of Patrick Sertain to go along with Bryce Callahan. You got four guys plus Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. In that secondary, that's as good a secondary as there is in football, assuming they all play to their level. And then you add, sprinkle in Von Miller's ability to pass rush, Bradley Chubb's ability to pass rush. You know, they're good on defense. Now, where the hole, the hole in their team is simply one place. I love this Quarterback, team. Quarterback, I love I, I can't get enough of this team. And the betters can't you know. either, Michael. They finished 5-11. and 11. You see it, 8.5. It's juiced up to the over, meaning it's headed to 9, minus 140 on the over. But you nailed it. I mean, the quarterback position, they're raving about both Locke and, and Bridgewater. But look what he has. I mean, whether it's Gordon or Sutton or Judy or Hamler or Fant, and then the defense got better in the back end, this is, this is an interesting and, team. And Munchak's done a great job with the offensive line. I was on Garrett Bowles forever holding and all that. And Garrett Bowles, they actually rewarded him with a contract extension. He's played really well. You know, and they signed Bobby Massey, who was in Chicago. Not a great player, but serviceable to fill in for, you know, the Jawan James, who tours Achilles, who now signed with Baltimore. So, you know, we've seen them repair their offensive line. Look, again, let's ask the same question, Patrick. If they don't cover, they're eight and a half. They got to get to nine. So that means that you got to find eight losses. You got to find eight losses on their roster to 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 win the bet. That's all you need is eight losses. You win the bet. You got nine and eight wins it, right? Well, I'll, I want to remind you and to the audience that Michael was down on the Raiders last year and he nailed it because there were many up on the Raiders. I think seven and a half was their win total. They finished with five. You like the under last year. So let me pin you down. If it is Locker, Bridgewater, and you're looking at that eight and a half, did they do enough to supplement and, and to make up for the quarterback? I think they did. I think that, you know, I think, I think, look, I think Bridgewater with the weapons and protecting the football, protecting the football, I don't see them losing more than more than eight games. I think they could lose eight. I'm not saying they won't lose eight, but nine, nine gets you the win. That's right. Nine, nine gets, gets you the win. win. You can, we know this about the National Football League. If you're really good on defense and you don't turn the ball over on offense, you don't lose the game on offense. You're going to win. You're going to win. You're an eight and eight team in the old days. Now you're a nine and eight team. They'll be hunting some wins there. You see, weeks fourteen. Let's go ahead and throw the schedule up there. They're five to one in division, thirty to one to win the Super Bowl. You see, fourteen, fifteen, Man, the sixteen. Jags, the Jets. Well, look at fourteen, look, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I mean, Lions, look, Bengals, got, Raiders. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they they don't play. They play the NFC East, which we know that's not a great. I mean, all the teams in the West do too. But they got the Jags, they got the Jets, 
You don't think they can win those two games? They got the Giants. You don't think they're going to be 3-0 and when they host Baltimore? Plus, now let's sprinkle in home field advantage. Altitude fans. Yes. All right. Say they lose. You know, now they got the Steelers. They go to Pittsburgh. That, I think they're better than Pittsburgh. You know, and then they play the Raiders at home. The first six weeks, should they be, should they, if they have one loss going to the Raider game, Browns game will be tough. Washington will be tough because we know Washington went to the playoffs and, and had a chance to win because of their ability just to play defense. So I'm going to transition this way. You, you, you know, Danny Cannell, Florida State star. He played six, seven yeah. years in the NFL. He got a big contract from the Giants, played with Shanahan with Denver. He said what Herbert did, he said, he, and you can explain this more And as we transition to the Los Angeles Rams. And Cannell's like a very good dude. He said it was so hard his rookie year, it's impossible to explain how hard it is for a quarterback their rookie year. And he said that's why what – Herbert did last year is that much more exciting if you're a, a Charger fan. Like he just said, it took me a couple of years to figure out the NFL. Well, I'll take what Danny said and apply it to what Bill Walsh used to say all the time. The first year, we'll teach the player, we'll teach the player the system. The second year, we'll develop his skills within the system, mm. and that means there's going to be huge growth, right? There's going to be huge growth. And this kid, really, skills were getting developed within the system in his year one. Now, they changed offensive coaches. Okay, so they, you know, they changed. Now he's going to run the Saints offense. But Joe Lombardi, the former Saints quarterback yeah. coach who was in Detroit for a little bit, he's going to run that offense for Staley. And, you know, we'll see a lot of screens. I think Eckler will become the – Eckler will become the uh, – Alvin Kamara, you know, Justin Jackson or Joshua Kelly will become the Lamont Murray, right? They've got Cook, who knows the offense from before. They drafted this kid, Trey McKitty, in the third round this year. And where they've made all their improvements and put most of their money into was the offensive line. Corey Lindsey, the center, is outstanding. They signed him from Green Bay. They draft Slater in the first round. They're going to put him in at left tackle. This is a good football team with a great quarterback. With a great quarterback. And I think where the difference in this team is, what I like about them, is the shift of defensive mentality. And which is, makes me not like the Raiders as much. Because Staley will be complex. He'll be multiple. The Raiders with Gus Bradley are going to be one front, one coverage. The Raiders must be really talented on defense for them to excel. And especially in the defensive front, which they're not. And I'm shocked that Gruden, for playing against Gus Bradley and being able to dominate Gus Bradley as much as he did as an offensive coach going against his defense. And I can only hear, John, no one's told me this, this is just my own belief, that he would walk around the facility, man, we're playing a guy, one front, one coverage. He loved that idea, loved it. And then he hires him as his defensive coordinator under the idea of, look, if we simplify this, the players will play faster. Here's the mistake people make. If we make the scheme simple, the players will be much better. That's not the case. The players aren't good enough in Las Vegas. We'll come back. So I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers' simplicity because of what they were able to do defensively and giving their players a chance to be more multiple. Okay, I'm going to come back and give you a whole segment to do the Raiders. The Chargers are set at nine and a half. It's juiced to the under, so headed towards nine. Which way would Michael Lombardi go? Seven and nine last year straight up. The uncertainty, it leans towards 10 to me. I would lean towards 10 because I think there's seven losses there, but I think there's 10 wins in that group too. Were they smart to move on from the OC? I know people killed the scheme, but Herbert, was, he was great in that, yeah. in that system. 
I thought that they I thought they were smart for hiring Staley. I asked I thought they hired Staley to keep the scheme. It's gonna be interesting for Joe Lombardi how it works out. Yeah, and I love Lombardi when he started with the Lions, but then it seemed like defense has caught up to him. What the he's hell got to, I know? He's got to, he's got to improve as well. Six to one in division for the Chargers, thirty to one as far as their Super Bowl odds, but over at BetMGM, win total set at nine and a half. We're gonna come back with the Raiders here on the Lombardi line. It's Beast and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 
great weekend of racing, and if you're a horse racing fan, First Bet is the place for you with wagering on races at over 300 tracks. You get AI-assisted picks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, attentive customer service, a reliable website, all brought to you by Express Bet. You see it right there. Up to a $100 deposit match. Use the code VEGAS100. Go to vcin.com slash horses. It's all consolidated there. vcin.com slash horses, the code VEGAS100. We welcome you back. Michael Lombardi, we've got, we're going to head out to the Borgata with our buddy Thomas Gable, who is the biggest Atlanta Hawk fan on the planet. <laughs> you, you know that as well as I do, Michael. Yes, he yes, is, I do. He is. He's going to be wearing his ice tray jersey today. All right, the Raiders. So Gruden's, yeah. Gruden's 19 and 29 in three years with Raiders. His best finish was 2020. He finished 8 and 8. Last year, starts 7 and 5, then lost three straight to fall out of the AFC playoff race. This has been the pattern with your boy Gruden and the Raiders. Their win total set at 7. They won 8 last year. Let's get into them. Well, look, you know, I mean, you could say, well, they should have been better last year. They lose, they, they, they beat the Jets with, a, you know, only because of Greg Williams' ineptitude. They lose to Miami because of their own ineptitude. So, as Parcells would often say, you are what you are. You know, for me, I, I think John has done a good job offensively with Derek Carr. He's gotten him to throw the ball down the field. He's gotten him out of the check down methodology that he was so much in love with. But the issues is really John, the general manager, John building a defense. You know, is this defensive team going to be good enough? You know, and can they rush the passer? You know, they've taken guys in the first round, Farrell in 19, Leatherwood in 21. You know, when you look at Abraham in 19, when you look at Arnett in 20, I mean, you, when you line up his first round picks, they have not hit. I mean, you know, you could say Henry Ruggs is going to be a good player, probably is. Colton Miller's been one of their best first round picks in 18. But they've had a hard time with fixing defensive players. You know, they signed in deck and Duckway uh, from the Baltimore Ravens, who by way of Minnesota, by way of Jacksonville. Right. And you know, everybody thinks he's a great pass rusher. You talk to anybody in Baltimore, they'll tell you the guy runs past the quarterback on every play. Baltimore was going to bench him. Was benching him. Look at the play. Look at his play count in Baltimore's later games. You know, because he refuses to power the tackle back, and everybody knows he's just going to run past the quarterback. So my question to Raider fans is, and you all are believing that John's going to turn this around because he's a $100 million man, is where are they, when are they going to stop anybody? When are they going to stop anybody? Who's going to rush the passer? Max Crosby, good player, nice player. You know, who's going to be the power inside? Who's going to get into the paint? Quentin Jefferson, Jonathan Hankins? Jefferson's a cap casualty of Buffalo. You know, Solomon Thomas was, what, the third pick overall in the draft? He's never developed into a, a great rusher. So, like, tell me where they're going to come from. And Gus Bradley's scheme is fairly pedestrian. Not fairly, it is pedestrian. It's easy to attack. They're going to play cover three. It's going to be a, a, a deep third, going to be eight men in the box. They'll probably put Abraham as the will linebacker down there so they can get him out of the middle of the field. He'll still miss tackles down there. He still won't cover anybody. So what are you going to do with him? I mean, Abraham's like the player in the NBA that you put him on the field and people go right after him. And how do you get around them? So to me, I, I, I can find, like, let's work backwards again with the Raiders. Steph, put the schedule up. Like, I can find, you know, I can find 10 games. I can't find the seven games that I think they're going to win. I can't. Do I think they could beat the Bears? Yes. Do I think they could beat the Broncos and split with them? Yeah. I mean, at Giants, okay. Bengals? 
They got to improve our, our buddy Brian Rogers, who we work with the big Raiders fans, and Raiders fans know this. Their defense, they were third worst as far as points allowed. They didn't turn anybody over. They were third worst as far as turnovers. And, you know, on, I think they were terrible on fourth down. Just, everywhere you look on defense, they had holes. Now they do try to add to the secondary. They signed Casey Hayward. They signed Carl Joseph. They drafted a couple of kids in the second round. So... There's a point of emphasis. Casey Hayward only because he knows the scheme. It's Casey right. Hayward's a signing because of Bradley. Bradley. I mean, Carl Joseph, they ran him out. He missed more tackles on his way out of town. They're bringing him back. Like, it makes no sense. Abr between him and Abram, they'll lead the league in ta missed tackles. They fired Gunther because the scheme was too complex. So they bring Bradley in. Look, Kwiatkowski, Littleton, all these guys they sign as free agents that haven't worked out for them. And who's going to cover man-to-man? -man? Mullen? Robertson? Tell me. So where, so does seven feel like like the number? Is this a seven win team? I think I think they're an eight and nine team. I think he's that's what John is as a coach. I think they got some holes that they, they won't fill. Okay. So there you see it. You can go to BetMGM and if they win eight games and you go over, you gotta pay one twenty-five juice, a dollar twenty-five to win a dollar. But Michael likes him to win. Same thing as last year, eight games. That's pretty much what he's done, Gruden, this time around, this iteration with the Raiders. We come back, we'll go to the Borgata, East Coast. Thomas Gable runs the race in sportsbook here. You're all right, Steph, here on the Lombardi line. <laughs> If you like VEASAN, I encourage you to go to VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast because every show all day is there for free. Follow the money, numbers game, Lombardi line, of course, beating the book, market insights with Josh Applebaum. Everything we offer is for free. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and listen to all the VEASAN shows. Okay, we welcome in here on the Lombardi line, Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome in Thomas Gable. He runs the race and sportsbook over at the Borgata. I wonder, we can't see him. I wish we could because we'd see him in his Atlanta Hawks jersey. The biggest Atlanta Hawk fan on the East Coast is Thomas Gable. Mm. Hi, Thomas. Good morning, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. How are you? You got any interest in this game? Uh, the Bucks. you opened them. Well, I think you actually opened four and a half, and you're still sitting four and a half, right? Yes. Um, it's gotten as high as five and as low as four, but uh, we're right back to the starting number of four and a half here, and the total is sitting at 224, down a point from uh, the opener of 225. This has gone as low as 223 and a half. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's certainly a lot of uh, a lot of box money here, though, uh, to be expected. And uh, you know, it, in game one, the Bucks they were atrocious shooting the ball, and then game two they came back to where you would kind of expect them to be from three-point range. They shot 36.6 percent, so that was obviously welcome news for Milwaukee. But let's talk a little bit about some adjustments the Bucks made there between game one and two. 
First off, their transition attack, which if you noticed, it started a little early every time Trey Young took a three. He holds that follow through for about a second, and that allows the Bucks guard to leak out, what typically was Drew Holiday, uh, and get kind of get the jump on the transition then. Uh, worked out well for them. And then on defense, of course, they packed the paint, left the shooters wide open on the perimeter. No one really stepped up there for the Hawks. Trey Young had his worst playoff game on Friday, so we'll see if he can bounce back here. Uh, Bucks were much more aggressive on defense with Lopez. He was playing up more instead of dropping back, allowing Young to get into the paint. Um, Bogdanovich just hasn't been effective since suffering that knee injury against the Sixers. And Atlanta is really going to need uh, Kevin Herter here to step up as well if they're going to have any chance here tonight. Good, good, yeah, I, good analysis. Transition. They just were downhill. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Thomas is so right. I mean, Young stays there, and that, and that, and he's trying to get, he's trying to get somebody to lay at his feet or knock into him so he could f- collapse. Meanwhile, the guy's going down the court, and, and he gets a couple easy layups. And I think the intensity level of Milwaukee in that game, Atlanta's going to have to come out and play their best. I, I just don't think they have enough answers. Bogdanovich is hurt. Lou Williams can't really play. Um, where do they get their offense? Thomas, where are you on the under over here? Uh, 224 is currently the total. Uh, that has dropped the point there from the opener, 225. And uh, I, I think we'll probably see this even get a little bit lower here. Um, you know, again, these are two teams. I, I think the general betting public seems to feel, hey, they can score a lot of points. But, uh you know, it really hasn't been the case here. And both both these teams tend to play more towards the, the under in the playoffs lately. And uh, Michael was telling me the last time you two played pickup with Bill Berman that you look like Giannis because you got that spin move about the free throw line and you take one step and you're laying the ball in. That's That looks like Thomas Gable out there. Giannis was aggressive. He was very much. And speaking of playing pickup balls, you see um, Embiid's out there on the uh, mean streets of Margate playing a pickup ball there. <laughs> Wait, what uh, now, Michael? What happened? I didn't see him playing. I saw him walking with his uh, with his uh, baby down the <laughs> down the main drag of Margate there. Well, he's having a good time. Yeah, he's having a good time. He's There's, got time off. Yeah. He's got time on his hands. He's, hey, Patrick and Thomas, as we all know, he did everything he could do. He laid it all out there. Yeah. And by the way, Thomas, you know Michael's a, a Miami Heat fan now, right? Yes. We we. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Yeah, congrats. Well, oh, you should congratulate. You yeah, I'm done. I, I, I'm off. I'm no longer suffering through the pains and trials. I'm going to join the Heat. Uh, I've told Eric Spolstra I'm in. I'm all in. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> heat culture coming to Ocean City. The Clippers' wow. sons, uh, it looks like we're getting a little Clipper money here tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I think this initial opener of the Suns laying six may be a little high. Um, dropped down a half a point now. The Suns laying five and a half. I mean, this is uh, now the the Clippers really up against it here. Uh, they they had a good chance to uh, to come back there last night and make this series two two. But um, the Suns, I mean, listen, they're they're a team that I personally was not a believer in heading into the playoffs. I didn't think that they could hang with the Lakers or the Clippers. And here they are. They're one game away from putting away both these teams, both the teams um, and getting to the finals. So, I mean, they're, they're certainly in the driver's seat now with the uh, series heading back to Phoenix, 
But uh, a big number here delay for them, um, five and a half currently. I think you might still see a little bit more Clippers money show up here. Just um, maybe get down to five. Did you did you have a decision to make as far as the total last night? Because obviously, stays it looked like the bad boy Pistons again stays well under the total. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, now we were pretty balanced on the total, so not a big decision there. Uh, ended up being a good result for us for the game. Um, certainly, many more. Uh, Clippers backers, and that's actually kind of been the theme through this series. I don't believe we've ever needed the Clippers in any game so far. Uh, we've, we've pretty much needed the Suns every game thus far, uh, so I wouldn't expect any different here uh, tomorrow night. We'll, we'll probably need the Suns again. Well, that's amazing, isn't it, Patrick? It they, really they is. never need the Clippers. I mean, that's It's just the difference between the West and the East Coast, isn't it? Like everybody sees this as a Sun series, and yet, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking it's the Clippers could easily be up three one, with two or three plays. They could be up, and yet the betting line here at the Borgata, uh, at BetMGM at the Borgata, doesn't say that. Yeah, and again, the Kawhi miss. I, I don't. Expect to see why I'm sure we'll hear about his status uh, quickly. Milwaukee, four dollar minus four hundred favorite. Atlanta, if you believe in them, like Thomas Gable and myself, they're plus three ten. Thomas, you know I'm with you on Atlanta. Let's go Hawks, right? Let's go Hawks. I, I hope you're right, uh, Patrick. Me I too. Hope you're right. I hope so. I, I hate being friends <laughs> with. I hate becoming friends with the bookmaker, Michael. It makes. Well, I'm on the wrong side here, but I'm. Fr- I want Thomas to win, and that's an issue. Yeah, well, no, you're on the right side. Bookmaker, that's why they have those chandeliers there. Yeah, in the beach beach house. Exactly. In the wood floors. Hey, Thomas, have a great Sunday. Go Hawks. Uh, We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, thanks, guys. Have a great day. You know he's got wood floors throughout the whole house. No carpet. Right there on the beach. No perspiration. You're good to go. Thomas Gable, stop by, say hi, get a selfie at the Borgata. Coming up next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, Josh Applebaum. We'll see what that fool's up to here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fooling. Uh, turn a dollar into a hundred if you're a new customer over at BetMGM today. The Dodgers Cubs have been hitting bombs. And if they hit one today at the King of Sportsbooks, they're going to give you $100. VSIN 100 is the bonus code. Again, Dodgers or Cubs hit a home run and you're a new customer. Visit BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN 100. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, Washington, D.C. 1-800-2707-117 for Alpha, Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, Tennessee. Call or text Redline 800-889-9789. Indiana, it's one 800 9 with it. Can we bring legalized sports wagering to Massachusetts? That would make our buddy Josh Applebaum happy, where I think he C-spanned, like literally on his computer. Remember that, Michael? He was C-spanning <laughs> yeah, like, local yeah. government. Where are we with that, Josh? Yeah, Josh? Where are we with that? Oh, man. So, you guys, you know what? I'm not doing beast and stuff. I go to Beacon Hill and the state, the, you know, the state house here. I got signs. I'm petitioning. I'm doing whatever I can to legalize sports betting in Massachusetts. So, we're in this waiting game. Once again, guys, all these states around us seem to be, uh, you know, moving forward, inching forward. And uh, at some point, you know, hopefully in Massachusetts, you won't have to drive, you know, 30 miles in any, in any direction to place a bet. Hopefully, it'll be at Fenway, at the Garden. Uh, and again, you know, I'm waiting to see it, guys. When it happens, get ready. You're all coming to Boston. I'm taking you out down in Southie. We're going to get it. We're going to get We're uh, we're getting after it. Hey, Josh, where is Rhode Island? Is Rhode Island involved? Is Rhode Island a, uh, a, 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 is it legal to bet in Rhode Island or no? It is, Michael. Yeah, Twin River, uh, big one down there. Uh, it's funny, the uh, the last Super Bowl, Tom Brady, I went down there when Twin River first opened. So, uh, you know, they're available. New Hampshire is legalized. New York is moving forward with online betting. So pretty much everywhere. Connecticut's about to go down. That just happened. So, uh, again, Michael, I got to get to Jersey or Patrick. I got to get back out in Vegas. But just get ready. I'm telling you, when, when it happens in Mass, we're partying. Uh, besides Steph, who would be the most famous person from Rhode Island, Michael Lombardi? Hard. Besides Steph, 
Well, that's a hard one to get through. I don't really uh, know. You know. Yeah, you can. We, let's let's noodle this together. No presidents. Yeah, that means you know that's Steph, a hard one. Famous. Steph wasn't even born there. She just hung out there. Uh, uh, mm. Yikes, Josh. Look at you, Josh. You're uh, from that area. You know, like. I know. First off, did you start this hit in the basement because you were so dark, and now all of a sudden it's lightened up? Are we just dealing with clouds? What's going on over there? Yeah, it's just clouds around here, Patrick. That's what we need to do. We're, we're in nature's mercy. But I would say Rocco Baldelli. Remember Rocco okay. Baldelli, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Hey, he's a manager of the Twins now. That's all I can come up with. Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Hussey is the only one. How about I got? Emerald, Laga Emerald Lagasse? I got Emerald Lagasse. He's from. Uh, is no, he? Is he from? He's from no, New Orleans. He's from, I think he's from Massachusetts. No, he's from. You know, he's from. From, what's that little town over there, Josh? It's kind of on the water. Boston? Uh, no, no, it's <laughs> south of there. Foster, Cape Cod. Where, where are we looking? Fall like River. So, yeah, Fall River. That's where he's from. Look at your so boy. Nailed it. Yeah. Okay, so I just completely derailed the show talking about New Hampshire. All right, so legalize sports. Hey, here's here's the clue. If we don't want to have me mess up the show anymore, just legalize it in all 50, and we'll be good to go. Okay, thank you. Uh, Josh Applebaum, updates. Have we moved at all? Yeah, a couple updates here, Patrick. It does look like if you've been holding out for the five or you want to get the bucks right now at four and a half, you maybe should make your move sooner rather than later. Again, a lot of these openers, and you know, I think TG mentioned a four and a half. The openers are all over the place, Patrick. Some were minus four bucks, some were four and a half, some were five. You know, a lot of BetMGM uh, were at five here. You know, that early movement, again, toward the Hawks, it got down to four at some shops. You're seeing this game day movement, which I put a lot of stock into because that's when limits are raised, big bets are coming in. It looks like it's creeping up to five. So what does that mean? If you like the Bucks, you probably want to grab this four and a half before it gets up to five. That way, a five-point win you cover instead of lose. And if you're on the flip side like me and you want to walk into a bar, everyone's got a Giannis jersey, and you want to go Hawks at home, home dog playoff game, Patrick, I'm going to wait for the five here. And then, Michael, you're 224 under. Uh, it's kind of right on the edge here. You may get a 224 and a half. If you like the under, I'd hold out for the hook. You may find that number. But again, you know, looking in these playoff games, Eastern Conference Finals last decade, 13 and two to the under when the total is 220 or more. Yeah, I, I just think to me, I, I mean, I could be completely wrong. And, and you know, Trey Young went, the, the, go back to the last time when they scored 116 points in one game one. You know, now we know the the, the, the Bucks didn't score as well, but I don't think this is a game, I don't think this is a, a series of a shootout. I don't think we're going to see both teams shooting lights out. I think defenses are going to kind of come and, and play well. And the way Milwaukee played last game, I just think, to me, the under is always going to be in play in this series. Okay, I'm going to give you guys – I'm going to go Trey Young again. And this is an experiment, and this is for new betters to help you understand you don't always want to buy high. Remember, Michael, points, rebounds, assists, Trey Young, game one, he combined for 66. They set the total at 45.5 for game two. He combined for 20. So you don't always want to – and, Josh, we talk about this all the time. So, fellas, I'll start with you, Josh. 43-and-a-half, they adjusted it down a little bit. Trey Young, points, assists, rebounds, 43-and-a-half. I'll monitor this. What do you think? Yeah, Patrick, you bring up a great point. I think, you know, when you're betting on sports, it's all about value. And if you have the tenets of being a contrarian-minded better, it's always buy low, sell high. So you guys had a great call the other day after that huge game by Young. You said, hey, we're bound for some regression. You took that under the next game and you guys cashed. I think now might be the time to maybe go over Trey Young because he's coming off that disappointing game last time. I think he was one of nine shooting threes here, Patrick. So you're coming back home. You're getting some juice from the home crowd. I think now is the time after a bad game to maybe buy over on Trey Young at this point. But, Michael, what do you think? What's your take on this prop? 
I'd like to go. I go the over. I Me think too. that you know when because I'm worried. Here's why I always like Trey Young. I didn't like him the over in the last game, but where I think Trey Young helps you is when he gets fouled and he bitches. No, I mean he is leads the league in complaining. And he complained no after the game, Michael, that he didn't. Oh get the my calls. God, did he complain after the game? He wasn't getting any calls. If you touch him, he expects to go to the line, and he gets the calls. And you know if he goes to the line. To me, if he if I'm a coach and he goes to the line 15 times. You know, he's going to have 35 points. You're going to have a hard time stopping him from getting over 30 when he gets it, when he gets 15 free shots. So I, I like the over here. I, I think, I look, I, I think they, they have to do a good job on Collins. They, you know, Lou Williams isn't going to beat him. They can't let Gallinari beat him. Bogdanovich isn't going to beat him. It's really Collins and Trey Young. And then whoever else wants to make a play, good luck, but you're not going to do it. And then Herter. You know, they can defend Herter, especially in the pick and roll. Again, this is Coach Bud. He's got to have an answer for what he thinks McMillan's going to do this this game. I love the way you put that. I had it written down, too. They'll make up those calls for Trey Young at home in game three. And I like betting on a dude with that type of mentality after he struggles to come yeah. back and just go nuts. So 43 and a half, I do like that over. Josh, we got a role player prop for this game as well. Yeah, so continuing this trend here toward the role players, to me, I think this is where the value is. Don't go the low-hanging fruit with these star players. Look at these role players, especially at home. You know, this wouldn't uh, suffice because this is a, a road player here tonight, Michael. But um, what's your take on Bobby Portis, Patrick? I know this is a guy that you really like. You've interviewed quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, he's great. But yeah, Bobby Portis, he's really kind of stepped up here recently. His minutes are up a little bit. Uh, his points, rebounds, and assists total for today. Again, cumulative. We talked about Tucker, 10.5. Portis is 11.5. You got a little juice to the over, minus 115. You don't expect many assists here, Michael. He may get you one. He may not get you any. But points and rebounds is a guy that's really kind of dominating on the boards a little bit. He's averaging almost 20 minutes here. What do you think, Michael? Can Bobby Portis get us over that 11.5, 12 or more points, rebounds, assists? I mean, I know he's not the key to the series, right? I mean, he's Bobby Portis, but he's got to play well for the Bucks to win. I mean, he's a crucial piece to their team with DiVincenzo out, and he's got to make a couple threes. His energy, you know, he steals the ball on the inbounds pass. He goes up and makes the play. You know, he hits the three. His energy, to me, is what drove Milwaukee last week, especially when we know the bench isn't good. Connaughton isn't very good coming off the bench. Neither bench has played well. But Milwaukee, I thought they would have the ability to go a little deeper into their bench this series because of Atlanta. In game one, it didn't look like that. Portis has got to be the guy. He has got to be the guy. I thought Forbes might be a better player in the playoffs. But once again, good can't get to great when it counts. But I think Portis's energy is what will lead you to think he could get over these numbers, Josh. Okay, officially the Bucks are laying four and a half and the total's 224. Michael Lombardi, we'll start with you. Looks like we're going under. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the under, Patrick. I mean, I, 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 these, to, these numbers, I mean, you know, like I like the Clippers under. I took the Clippers yesterday. I think I'm best off just staying on the under. I like the under in this game. I think it's a good play. I, I, I think it's too high at 224 because I just think both these teams have to win the game with defense. And I think the answer to stopping Trey Young isn't try to outscore him. It's try to get your best defensive players on him. Josh? 
Patrick, I'm with Michael on the under. Number one, you know, again, we see this trend in the conference finals. Like, Michael's hitting the nail on the head with these lower-scoring games. The public wants to sweat these overs, yet these are tighter. They're more important. You're locked down on defense. The under is 4-2 conference finals, but it's not just right now. It's historically as well. Again, you get these higher totals. You're up for over 60% to the under. So I'll go under here, Michael. And a good point by you, you know, I liken this to, to hockey right now in the NHL playoffs. Patrick, I've been just hitting these under five and a half with the hook. It's been cashing. I think if you're a sports better and something's working for you and you can make a case for it and there's some sharp money, I continue to go with it. So, Michael, I love that you're hitting these unders and sticking with it. And then, guys, you know me. This is back to my roots here. I'm going to take the Hawks plus four and a half. Maybe I get a five, but I like this spot. Almost three out of four bets here on the Bucks. I don't like this late movement back to the Bucks. It's kind of scaring me that it's creeping back to five, but I'll buy low with the Hawks here, Trey Young. But, uh, but again, Michael, you're under. I think unders are where it's at right now. Hey, Josh, can I ask you quickly, why is that number tomorrow night in Tampa falling so precipitously? Did you see that? It's a great question. Yeah, I did notice that, Patrick, and you were right. I'm right there with you. 270 down to 200. You got big money here coming toward Montreal. It might just be a value play. When you get into these Stanley Cup playoff games, we saw it when Montreal went into VGK. These numbers are so big. This Montreal team, it's like, Patrick, we're going to keep doubting them until they start, yeah. until they win the cup. Like, they'll raise the cup and we'll still not believe they can do this. But to me, it's just a big number, big movement. Joel, Joel Armia, I think, might be out with COVID protocol, and that's weird. Even though he's out, it's still going to the Canadians. And Patrick, Patrick, five. I don't know if we'll get a hook on the under. It may even get a four and a half, believe it or not, Patrick, with that total. Hey, Michael. You're... I take that five before it goes to four and a half, Josh. I think you're going to see a four and a half before this is over with. I, I think so, too. Michael, you're a big <laughs> nickname guy. You know what Kevin Herter's nickname is, don't you? Red. Red Velvet. <laughs> red Velvet, yeah. Dude, how good Robo. is Ice Tray better than Red Velvet, or is Red Velvet better than Ice Tray? I like Ice Tray. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty darn good. Red Velvet. That's what Josh, that's what we call Josh. Hey, Josh, have a great Sunday. You're the best. At Josh underscore insights, Michael Lombardi, M. Lombardi, NFL. Michael, have a great Sunday. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Stephanie, and thank you, Jeff. And you have a great Sunday as well. Coming up next, pregame show, Brady Cannon, James Salinas, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.